Broadcasting from the media epicenter of the world. Tell me a tale, it's the cocktail hour. I said, tell me a tale, it's the cocktail hour. Well, I said, tell me a tale, it's the cocktail hour. You better tell me a tale, because it's the cocktail hour. Hello, world. Hello, America. This is episode 92 of the Cocktail Hour, October 2nd, 2021. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Awesome. Is it, awesome. Yeah. Is this is this still America? Last last time this I left. what I heard. Last time I looked. I don't know. Yeah, we're we're more America than ever. We're yeah. we're set we're setting like uh an example for divided nations all over the globe. Yeah, Amen. We, we um we've been away for a while. What has it been, been weeks? five weeks or something, huh? Mm-hmm. I can like look, I can look that up, I guess. Oh, you don't have to. No, don't do that. That's all right. How are you? So here we are. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every day, a new <laughs> surprise. My God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like God's just throwing shit at me right now. Just going, yeah, deal with this. Here's one. Do you, do you feel like it makes you stronger? No. Facing adversity that, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, that kind of thing. Or is everything just taking I'll let you know. a week off your life? <laughs> uh, I think it might be that. Yeah. yeah. more. Yeah. Uh, I try, you anyway. know, as I face adversity and get, you know, bad news, good news, that kind of thing, I, I try to, uh, I try to sometimes look at it in the big picture, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the big picture happens to be at that time. Yeah. You, Danny, when you, when you're faced with adversity, do you, uh, you know, do you put a you nice know, shine on it or does it? Does yeah. It get- normally I do. And, and a couple of things. One, um, as I've gotten older, I've tended to go down the road of more anxiety and, and, and all that, and which is anathema to who I am anyway. I don't usually do that. So yeah, it, I so and I take that turn to the darkness. It really, really bothers me. You know, uh, I, had, I had a panic attack last night when I'm trying to go Did to you? bed. Oh, yeah. And um, I don't usually get those, um, you know, so, wow. I, you know, and it, you know, it's so funny. I got up and, you know kind of walked around a little bit my son comes out of his room and this is you know like i don't know almost midnight and he's kind of lurching around and and uh i i I think he had i think he had been uh well i know he'd been um you know messing with the uh you know the wacky weed so he comes out and then it's you know it's dark and i see him i go what you everything okay and he's he goes yeah and he's got his hoodie on and (laughs) he's got this big bolt in the in the hoodie pouch right in the front and i'm like um are you are you gonna go smoke and he goes no and he reaches in his hoodie and he pulls out a cereal bowl he goes i'm just hungry i'm just gonna take my bowl and, and grab the milk and he went into his room and had breakfast cereal but um i'm like he goes what are you doing up and i said i'm having a panic attack and he's like now and i'm like well yeah you know i don't you know so um the reason I tell that story is because I don't usually go that route, right? So lately, you know, it takes me longer to get over it. And so this morning or later on last night when I finally calmed down, I started like going through what you were saying, John, is like, okay, adversity, challenges and all this stuff. And I actually thought of you, you what you said to me last night, John, about, you know, about, you know, you probably have gotten really lazy and you haven't really, you know, these skill set, <laughs> you know. The skill sets that you've been, you know, you're, it's on, you're on an automatic pilot. You can do your job, 
right? You push the button, you make a few phone calls, you do whatever, yeah. you, you know, you, you, you know, and, and, and I started thinking, it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, John's got some truth there. I don't think I'm really using all of my ability and which is also, you know, my adaptability, you know, and yeah, I, I think that's going to kill you. I think that'll kill me if I, if I don't change that. Right. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I will tell you, so I, we, we talked about this a little bit last night, but I got my latest layoff notice uh, the day before my birthday, a few weeks ago. And so I've got about, uh, about exactly two weeks before I'm unemployed and get a tiny insignificant severance package, you know, and uh, they, thankfully they're paying for, you know, my Cobra. So as long as I can navigate all the paperwork, which is what a pain in the ass to apply for, you know, unemployment, that's not as good as it was and all that kind of stuff. But I, I get laid off and I have these kind of Zen like moments of life what what is it really about and i've been you know reading a lot of articles lately about ceos are beside themselves because they can't figure out how to get employees back into the office and people uh, you know are you know applying for jobs and you know employers are mystified why folks you know don't want to work when i talk with my relatives back home they're like oh you have to wait forever at the restaurant because they don't have they can't get any employees and i'm like well isn't it because they pay shit and nobody really wants to do it i mean you know mm -hmm. if you go work at some you know little magic mart back in the hills of north carolina you know they're not they're not paying 16 dollars an hour they're paying minimum wage in that state whatever the hell that is and you know everything kind of sucks and CEOs are going to outer space and Zuckerberg is trying to make Facebook something you, you put on, you know, virtual reality goggles and never lock out of and all that kind of stuff. And I think I, I want to do something that's the opposite of all that, you know, maybe, maybe I can't, maybe I have to do something to, you know, go make money and get healthcare and that kind of stuff. But I, I have these dreams of something I could do that was, wholesome and real. And, and so last night I told Danny, I, I feel like if you worked somewhere a really long time, you seemingly have this magical ability to do anything. Like there's a problem, call Danny, he'll take care of it. Cause he's done it 37 times over the past 30 years, whatever, but it's, it is autopilot. And if I extracted Danny from that and put him somewhere else doing something different, he'd still have all those talents, like how to talk to people, how to make things happen, how, how does this stuff work, whatever it is, but it would be new and energizing. And I found that like all the times that I've been laid off from jobs and stuff. So I, I realized this is my fourth time. I thought it was my third time being laid off. This is my fourth time being laid off. But um, you do, you do things and you learn and grow and you meet new people and it, and it makes you feel better and stronger. I'm so damn old. Maybe no one will ever hire me again. I, you know, I can't speak to that, but I feel like I am really qualified and able to make a difference. And I kind of don't give a shit about office politics and things like that. So uh, everything's going to be great. There you go. That's my, that's my story. God, you're healthy. You know, right now, wait till midnight yep. <laughs> when I'm wandering the house with my bowl of cereal. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Danny, you'll be calling Danny. What's a panic attack feel like? <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I can't I'm healthy now. In. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure about 8 PM tonight. I'm not sure I'm going to be healthy. I'm just letting you, you know, Danny, did you find you had that panic attack? Did, is that, that's not your first one, right? No. Heart pounding and all that. Right. And then it, it, that's, this, this is the other thing and heart pounding, but weird things happen. And like my, my lips feel like I've got more saliva around them. That was a weird thing. Like, what the hell is that about? Just my lips, not my mouth. My mouth was, and it was like, it was just weird things. And then I said, oh, you know, did, did, did my eye just twitch? You know, oh, my, my neck hurts. What, 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 you know, what was that? Cause that, you know, I've been riding in the motorcycle a lot, you know, and sometimes when you don't haven't done it, you know, my, my, my back gets a little sore from the cliff yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. well, that wasn't there when we were at, you know, when we were at the restaurant, that wasn't, you know, so it was all these things. And then of course, then I'm like, okay, is this yeah. something, is it, it's growing. I can feel it. I can feel my body and, you know, and all this stuff. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Why am I doing this? And then, but I just can't get the thoughts out of my, you know, the frustration, yeah. the anger or whatever. And, and, and about, you know, about, so how did you, how did you get out of it? I mean, what happened? You just stayed awake till 2 AM and you couldn't stay awake any longer. No, I actually sit on the, I sit on the edge of the bed. Right. And, uh, every once in a while I do take a, like a quarter half of xanax right and i had taken yeah. one you know took one of those which is i mean i don't even know how that thing even works it's so tiny i mean it literally is like the pen of it you know head of a pen right did that and then i took some uh, advil for my neck because i figured oh well because i'm you know maybe that's just it and i just i kind of just sat there and you know and just whenever my brain went to you know my anger or frustration of the job blah 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 or you know how, how again thinking about wait a minute you know, you're making a gazillion dollars and you're not going to take care of people or you're, you know, you can't, you know, you know, help, help somebody out, you know? And then I, I said, Nope, not going to think about that. And I just kind of sat there and, you know, thought about some other things, you know, or, you know, started thinking about, you know, traveling or Portugal or, okay, well, maybe I need to cut back, you know, maybe, you know what? I, I, I need less, I need less gardening stuff. Okay. That's fine. Right. I have more time to garden. I'll have to be more creative you know, instead of going buying a plant, you know, if I'm going to garden, I'll go buy some seeds and have some fun with that, you know, because I don't usually do that. Right. Well, let, so me, let, me, let, me, let me just interrupt there for a second. Just yeah. to, so one of the times I lost my job, I was I was very concerned about, oh, shit, I got to work again. I've got, you know, my kids were younger and I had you know lots of things to do. And I and uh, this friend of ours gave me some books and, you know, she and I talked a lot about life and, and, and what everything means. And she kind of hit me with this idea of abundance versus scarcity. So if you just go through, you know, oh man, shit, I can't buy, I can't buy a tomato plant. I've got to scrounge up these seeds and try to regrow them myself because that tomato, tomato plant costs $3.99 and I'm going to need that $3.99 to buy some uh, government cheese to stay alive when I lose my house and I'm living in a van, <laughs> right? That kind of thing. Like you don't want to go that route. You want to live in a world of abundance where you can say, all right, I'm, I'm making smart decisions. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to go, you know, buy Corvette, things like that, but live that way in kind of a more joyful experience. And what happens is that as you, as you try to do things and you communicate with other people or whatever, your mindset is I'm, I'm positive. I'm happy. I, I feel good. This is a, you know, what I'm going through now looking for work this time is a, you know, is a positive experience and people aren't put off by you because otherwise you'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm 
just going to try to get a job and I hope <laughs> that you won't hate me for being so poor. You know, that kind of thing. Or old. And yeah. yeah. Old, and, old and poor and white. You know, whatever yeah. it is that, you know, they don't want. But, um, you know, another thing I was thinking about this, Kelly, and this is kind of, you know, appropriate also. When I was sitting there and trying to, I'm going, you know, after feeling self-pity and everything, I'm like, wait a minute. I am too fucking young to my, my body start getting my health to get affected. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not, this isn't the end of my life. This isn't the end of my road. Right. I, you know, you know, I got a mom that's 83 years old. You know, if you eat right, you do the right things. Right. I got a long life. So if I'm going to start carrying that physical health burden, I'm going to, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to make myself sick or yeah, I'm going to make sure. myself unhealthy. And I'm sitting there going, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm healthy. You know, I, I do have, you know, a, 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 the ability to go to a doctor. I do have insurance, blah, 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 all these things. I'm going to take care of that because I don't want, I don't want to go, Oh, well, you know, I don't have a job or I'm losing my job or I'm being phased out or whatever. And, you know, guess what? I don't, I'm not feeling well. I'm having more of these issues and I'm doing that. And I'm not going to be that old person, right? As much as I can control it. I mean, we all know that you're going to get, you know, you get older, you know, things are going to happen, but yeah. I'm not, I'm not feeding into that. Cause I could, that's what I felt, you know, last night. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not going to do that. And I had a great conversation with my mom about it. And she's like, you know, I, I do what I do. So I'm, so I can walk at 83 and not be on meds and, you know, yeah, yeah, I may have to, you know, go walk more. I may have to eat more broccoli for breakfast or whatever, you know, or Mm. eat less, let eat ice cream or less sweets or whatever. And I'm like, you're right. I'm not going to do that. That's my biggest fear is like, oh shit, that just fast decline. You know, because like you said, John, I was valued or I, my worth, my value was, well, I've been working at this company. I make this money and I'm this, I need this. I can do this. I have this skill set and I can solve that problem. And once that's gone, oh, well, then everything else sucks. Well, I'm, my life's gone. Yeah, there you go. I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm I mean, not working. Yeah. You can't base your self-worth on what you have been doing for money. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we grew up with with parents and grandparents that are like, Oh, you know, I'm going to do the same thing for, you know, till I'm 65 and I'll retire and I'll get a gold watch and, you know, whatever. And it's not like that anymore. I mean, our kids and everybody else, it's, you do what you do for you. And you realize that the corporate overlords are going to screw you when they, when they decide to. And yeah. uh, Yeah. And that's, and I, and I feel, I feel bad for, for them, you know, like my, my daughter was going through some stuff interviewing for a job and, you know, they, they weren't getting back to her and, you know, like she interviewed and they're like, we would love to have you, you know, we'll give you an offer in a couple of days. And then the woman that she was talking to, she quit. And so nobody got back for heaven's sake. And then this other guy called and he's like, Oh, yep. Sorry. It's been a long time, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then he quit. And then it was a long time. So, I mean, it's just the freaking house of cards. Yeah. Is so, this your is this your older daughter or younger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I you mean, know, also, you know, also, yeah, also, I was I was thinking about this, you know, where and you guys came to my mind because, you know, because we were talking last night. It's like, I'm 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 surrounded by some pretty one creative people, very creative people, right? And I don't mean you can play guitars and you know, and you can wait. Are you, you talking can, about us? Yeah. 
Oh, I thought you uh, meant at your job no, or something. No, no, oh, you shit. guys. I'm talking oh, okay. about you guys. I'm not meaning that you can write music and play guitars, make movies, do that. Uh, Friday stand up routines. Yeah, yeah, do stand up. You know, amen. Um, but you know, um, so I'm like, well, that's what I, that's that's my that's my sanity. My being around creative people, and then me too being creative. Try to try to tap into that whatever it is. And I don't mean, like I said, writing, you know, making a movie. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying creative and thinking about, oh, what am I going to do now? You know, or what would I do? I, you know, I was thinking about we talked about Melissa. You know, her situation. You know, uh, our friend. You know, about her house situation. And she's like, oh, I'll rent, well, I'll, you know, if I buy this, I'll rent out the back house. And and I'm going. Well, shit, I can build a back house. I can build a tiny little house, a studio apartment with a kitchenette and a, you know, and a bathroom. Maybe that's what I'll do. One, I'll have fun doing it. And I can go rent it out for $500 or $900 a month. Well, you, know, you know, wait a minute. So they just passed a law in California that if you meet the requirements, you can build up to four ADUs on your property. Yeah. And there's one across the street from me, 1,000 square feet. Four thousand dollars a month. Yeah, so and that's what I'm six, you can now. make sixteen thousand dollars a month from just a bunch of really crowded families living back there, sharing one toilet each. I don't like, want. I don't know what to think of all that. I don't I, like know, it either. But I, I, I don't like the fact that the state has just said there's no such thing as you know residential zoning. But you know, like Kelly, you've got to. You got a place in the back and, you know, people have, have lived there and stuff like that. Did you, did you ever think about making it just a commercial rental, you know, that you just yeah, put it out I there? don't know if you can though. Oh, you totally can. Yeah, you, you can, can now. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember, um, remember they had I, that thing about parking? That's all gone. Okay. I have thought about it, but my wife does not like the idea. So. I don't like the idea of, you know. I'm Some stranger out. in my backyard. That's yeah. I'm bothered. standing naked in the kitchen, drinking a cup of coffee, and here comes the lady and her kids are walking back to the, you know, yeah. hey, how's it going, Yvonne? You got a plunger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. They can't get the door open or the window stuck. Could you come on over? Yeah. I, I mean, I do. Yeah, but, but, but it the wouldn't whole be. Point, mm. No, Go I was going to, I was going to say that, that creative thinking. Okay. Maybe that's not what I do. Maybe I don't want to do that because you're right. I don't want a stranger, but figuring out there's, you know, use my brain other than, you know, well, what I got to fix, what problem do I have to figure out at work tomorrow or whatever? And that's what I'm saying. And, and I don't know if that's going to translate into dollars or, but it's certainly hopefully going to translate into, you know, I tell you what you ought to do. I got a healthy perspective. I'll tell you what you ought to do right now. What's that? You need to build a place in the backyard, a, just a little efficiency apartment yep. and you install one or both of your children in there then when you go live in portugal you rent out the front house for a grotesque amount and it pays for everything yep i thought about that too right yeah just yeah, like bunk, yeah. bunk beds one toilet microwave dorm fridge sink yep. one shower curtain that separates the whole space and you say kids enjoy living here it, oh, it's going to be a thousand dollars each per month to keep living here but you know yeah I thought about you can that make too. extra money cleaning up the house as we go between renters. Yeah. And they, and they, and they, they've got a, a cheap place to live, you know, until they figure out their life and all that stuff. But there is, there are ways, you know, I've got to be creative, you know, in, in just not necessarily making money, but now to approaching my life, what is it, it that, that I, 
you know, got to do and not and not be so married to. I think you just hold out your hands and the money will fall into it. Like, yeah. that, like that envelope of cash I found the other day. Yeah, that must be nice. Well, I, I mean, it, it shows what kind of idiot I am. I sold a car. <laughs> the guy paid me in hundred dollar bills and I lost it. So then I found it. I mean, how, when did I sell that Cadillac? I mean, shit, that was. That's the Cadillac money. Yeah. And it's, and it's what that was the beginning of COVID or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's funny. Kind of. Could have, it's, it's not like you've been where, busy. Did you find it between <laughs> you, the Bible on your shelf? No, no, the, no. Is I have a. Under the ammo. It was under the gun ammo. You know, <laughs> yeah, the, the ammo, ammo and gold. Yeah. No, you know how you always, you, you know, if I think if you're a, a qualified burglar, you know exactly where to go get money, right? It's in the top drawer of your whatever and that yeah. kind of stuff. So I was really smart and we, we went out of town or did something and I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to put the money somewhere that, you know, someone burgles while I'm in Florida, <laughs> they won't find this. So I think that's a different envelope that I lost and it had like $150 in it or something. And I can't fucking find that anywhere, but no, this was just, in the, like the top drawer of the first thing that you, when you walk into the bedroom, it's just right there. And I have been through that drawer 20 times. It holds like yeah. all the little bags that you put your socks and your underwear in when you go sure. on a trip, you know, those little cubes and stuff. We just, you know, yeah. 30 of those. So it's just in there and we were, we were cleaning some stuff out and I just pulled out this envelope and I'm like, huh, this is a money envelope and it's thick and it's full of hundreds. What the fuck? And then I counted it all out, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's a Cadillac." Hmm. I've done things like that too. You like you you get surprised at how absent-minded you can be. You know. Mm. Well, see, I, For instance, I where did I put that fucking envelope full of a money? Yeah. Well, I I also I have this suspicion that the house is haunted. So I've, I think I told you before about um, strange things that happen. Like I'll be standing in the in the kitchen and one of the shutters in the front of the house will just snap closed, like up, not down. And I'm like, Oh fuck. And then there'll be times <laughs> when I'll, I'll just Jeez. be standing, I'll be standing somewhere and somebody will blow in my ear like this and no one's around. Oh, or I'll see something out of the corner of wow. my eye. When we were in Danny's backyard, I saw something in the corner of your yard, but I didn't, I didn't mention that the other day. And, um, like so, a rat or a, or or possibly a, a ghost. Oh, and what's weird? I'm I'm looking at you guys. There's somebody standing behind Danny right now. <laughs> <laughs> but so there's Buddy I, Hackett. I, I believe that there. <laughs> yeah, Buddy Hackett. I believe that there is a uh, you know not really an evil spirit that's moving shit around. So it's not that I'm crazy. It's that you know that envelope of money was in another dimension and then was just replaced in that drawer when I happened to be looking because it wasn't there before. You know, you were sitting there, you were in the room, you said, and somebody blew in your ear. It would have been nice if somebody would have given you a blowjob. I mean, that's what, you know, that's a ghost that I could live with, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that is, a, that is a whole different perspective. Yeah, yeah but you I know, can see yeah. that happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that? Go? I've, I've just got a scenario where you're doing, it's like, <laughs> oh my God, what was in that dope? And you, it's some ghost blowing me and it's great. And you look down and it's a guy. <laughs> Hitler as a ghost. <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> but you know you Kelly, had that, to go uh, there didn't you yeah that, that uh pocket knife you, you gave me 
Yeah. I was, look, I was looking for it the other day. And I'm, I'm like, where the hell is that pocket knife? And I right looked there. through like everything. And then my wife went into the closet and she's like, oh, it's right here. And it was just on top of like this. And I'm like, I looked there. It wasn't you there. Looked? It's how did it just, it just fucking. Okay, you're appeared. haunted. Yeah. 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 You're haunted. Yeah. 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 So, so if, if, if it's starting to feel good, look down yeah. early. Early. <laughs> what is happening to my zipper? I don't understand. That's funny. Those Dijo knives. I think I, I, I realize what it are, they are exactly. Like really expensive letter openers. That's what I use mine for. <laughs> They're good for poking yourself. You know, yeah. like you, that point is so sharp. So sharp. Yeah. Could you skin a fish with it, John? Doesn't it need, you need serrated, right? For that. Uh, yes. Yeah, serrated helps kind of get through there. I think it's, I think it's a great, it's a great blade and I think it's, yeah. you know, it's cool and it's lightweight. I really like it, but I think it's the kind of thing that you're, yeah, you just, you just kind of, it's got that little yeah. clip. You just carry it around and somebody's yeah. like, Oh, I need to, I need to open something or whatever. And you're like, I'm ready. Yeah. But um, I learned as a kid that pocket knives are terrible screwdrivers. Like I had, <laughs> they break? I had so, yeah i had so many like squared off end pocket knives because you're just like oh i want to do that just break yeah. yeah just snap off i have one that i that i got when i was eight and i still kept it and it and it was uh the end was broken off like that and i took it to uh down there kind of near something on you know one of these streets and uh this knife sharpener guy fixed it he just kept really? grinding. He had kept grinding and sharpening and stuff and yeah. gave it a, gave it a you new. just have a shorter yeah. blade. Yeah, there, it's right? just a little bit shorter, but it, it looks yep. regular. So nice. nice That's work. cool. I like yeah, pocket these, knives, yeah. Yeah, I do too yeah. a lot. But this is a piece of, this is like, to me, I'm, this is a piece of art. I mean, that's how I look. It at is kind of, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I love that. I mean, you know, I mean, you want to use things and, and, and everything, but it's a, it's a, that's why I like it. I was thinking about getting, actually, I have some other really nice knives, nothing like this, but I was like, maybe I get a display case, you know, and have a nice little nice display case of knives. Because again, this is the whole idea of the craftsmanship of all of that stuff is just amazing yeah. to me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, you have a whole bunch of knives. Yeah, I have. I've gotten, you know, a collection of knives and, you know, pocket knives and stuff really, you know, <clears throat> nothing to this. I mean, to this thing is just, like I said, a really nice piece of art, but yeah. just things that are kind of cool, you know, yeah. and I don't yeah. want to use them. Right. You know, because, you know, I've got enough utility blades for all the things I need. Right. right. But, you know, maybe I don't know, I put them in a case or I don't know, maybe I carry it around, you know, just kind of as a you know, conversation piece. It'd yeah. be just the thing you, you're going to forget about it when you're getting on a plane and they'll take it. And then, oh, oh, shit. oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I see, I think there's a, I think there is some real money to be made. You go to the local little shitty airport and you just put a kiosk and you say, look, here's what, here's what happens. These <laughs> motherfuckers are taking your knife or your hairspray or whatever it is that you love. Just come over here, put your, put your name and phone number on something and you drop it in this, in this and, box. And it'll would be returned to you. Yeah. I will call and, you and say, all right, uh, Tammy, I see this switchblade. I, I can mail it to you. It's going to cost about six bucks. Are you, are you in or are you out? You know, that kind of thing. And it's just that's a great, uh, uh, yeah, but you got to make something too, right? I think the, the name of the, of the company should be boomerang. That's a great <laughs> idea. Yeah. Mm. 
boomerang t- in, in, in parentheses, fuck you, TSA. <laughs> Whatever boomerang. it is, you just, you just dump it in here and you know put your name and contact information. I'll go to the airport every other day. I'll get yeah. all your shit and you'll probably get it back. I bet there's yeah. already somebody at the airport. They're scamming that shit. No, no. What they what TSA does is they sell all those knives um, online, like those police auctions or whatever. And really, so, yeah, they just you buy a lot of forty eight knives for ninety two dollars, and you go through there and see if any of them. Because I've I've looked at all those. Because my kid, my wife has lost every knife, right? Every Swiss Army knife she had. Because it's it's just like you said. You don't fly. You don't fly for a while. You got your backpack, you put a pocket knife in there or whatever. Then you go get on a plane and they're like, Hop, yeah. we're taking this. Yeah. And you can leave this line and go fucking try to figure something out or you can catch your flight. I mean, there's no, it's not like you can take your pocket knife to the ticket lady and say, Hey, I, can you just put this on the conveyor belt and it'll meet me in Dallas? You know, right. that's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. I'd like to check my knife, please. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, check my knife. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, my my daughter lost one that was wasn't expensive or anything. It was just kind of a, a very unique little flat knife, you know, has a little pair of scissors yeah. and that kind of thing. And I just looked online, you know, what does TSA do with knives and how do they sell them? And because I thought I could see it and I'd be, you know, magically, yeah. you know, look, I got your knife back. But then I went down a rabbit hole of, ooh, I'd like to have one of those. Look at that. Oh yeah, mm. you know, jeweled handle. Hey, have you guys ever been to a, a like a you know those those auctions, those police auctions or whatever, where you know they've confiscated all those cars and furniture from drug dealers and stuff? I oh, would no. like to, I would actually love doing that. Every once in a while, I see an ad for those, right? And I was like, that might be kind of fun, right? Well, I mean, like real. I thought they were all online, you know. Well, they rem- used to be remote. Yeah, I, now they're I, probably all. There's something called like property room or something that I subscribe to. And they're like, oh, we're selling stuff. But it's never anything good. It's like Ford, you know, white Ford van that's kind of wrecked. Really? You know, it's never like Miami Vice. Yeah, no, it's nothing good. It's like, you know, here's a crashed up, you know, like this Honda was involved in a crime and you're like, you can keep it. Yeah, but every once in a while you'll see like they'll have a you know, maybe a drone or a watch or something like that. But people, yeah, are, that's what I'm talking about. That's bidding I mean. on it. But yeah, I'd love to go. I would love to go to uh, a real auction. My wife's cousin used to fly for FedEx and he flew in and out of Marathon, Florida, which is down in the Keys. And so what he would do is in the morning, he would fly down there, wait all day long, and then fly back. And so they got him a, a motel room. So he just was in this little motel all day, every day during the week. And he was just waiting. Like sometimes he can make a little extra money by washing a plane in the, in the nothing airport, you know, but he had free time. So he bought an old, cause he's, I, I really envy him. He's got all this mechanical ability. So he bought for 25 bucks, a Kawasaki motorcycle from some guy and he wow. spent his, yeah. Cause it didn't work at all. Then he spent his time at the motel working on it. And he got it running. And then he traded that for a beat up, you know, Trans Am, you know, the, you know, the nineties version that, you know, wasn't particularly cool. And then he sold that and bought something else, whatever. Anyway, he ended up buying a fire truck. So he bought like a, a fire truck that, that kind of worked, 
And then he worked on it a little bit, got, you know, kind of got the engine running better and then sold it to a city somewhere else and made so much money. So you go from this $25 motorcycle to a fire truck. That's my, that's my goal. Ah, it's not a quick so it, it wasn't like an antique from 1912 fire truck. No, no, it was, no, it was like, uh, you know, it was probably a, you know, this was probably in the nineties. So maybe it was a seventies or early eighties fire truck. You know, they just, they have them for a while, I guess. And then they, you have to sell them because they're old. And so there's like a volunteer fire department in nowheresville that wanted a new fire truck and he sold it to him. Wow. It worked. I'd love to go to an auction and buy a fire truck and show up with it at my house. Just to watch my wife. <laughs> yes, you would. Yeah. You should, you should like do a hidden camera. TikTok. I would use it to go <laughs> Screaming. to work. <laughs> well, yeah. I was going to say I could use it to go to commute to work because think how fast you could get to work. You just flip the sirens on and. Ah, 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 yeah. And but, you, but then you got to have your wife steer in the rear wheels on the ladder trailer. Right. <laughs> Come on, honey. I'm going to be late for work. We're doing a hard, we're doing a hard left there, yeah. driver. And then she gets her left and rights mixed up because you know, like, oh no. Next thing you know, you know. Well, no, you you have to get them mixed up to do the thing in the back, you right? Or she doesn't get them mixed up. She said you, you wanted to go right, so I went right. No, when I go right, you go left. Yeah, you got to you know? yank it the other way and then bring it around real quick. I bet that's a. And nice. and then they do they do the Danny driving thing right with yeah. your hands <laughs> because it's that size of a wheel mm -hmm. yeah I say I'll oh, forget it I'm just gonna get this ghost that blew me to drive it they'll they'll they'll, they'll drive in the back <laughs> Adolf the ghost yeah <laughs> okay uh -oh. the the title of this episode getting a blowjob from a ghost on a fire truck <laughs> use your imagination yeah. And people, I mean, that'll bring, I would watch and listen to that. I'm telling you, that's a great, great that's a great title. Uh, and it's cool. And, and it could be like Rasputin. What a blowjob, right? That's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it gives oh, a whole God. new, whole new uh, meaning to what Dante's Inferno, you know, or <laughs> some crazy like that. <laughs> Infermo. Yeah. Uh, that's, I, that would be a fun ghost. I've never, how come there are no sexual ghost stories or are there, you know, I mean, there've been a few movies about it. Like what was the, what was the one with Barbara Hershey where I, I mean, I remember this, you know, cause I was, it was like 1978 or something and she's getting laid by a ghost and they're, you know, Oh yeah. And they're Barbara Hershey. Oh yeah. I, I, the conjuring or, or something like that. Oh my she's getting laid by a ghost and, and and i don't know how they obviously you know back in 70s i don't know how they did it but they have her boobs being manipulated like somebody's grabbing her boobs so you see them being moved but i mean I, the I, entity is the name the of entity it. there you go yeah you when know, something I, I, like. I typed in barbara hershey ghost sex and the first thing that comes <laughs> up is a porn site <laughs> you know but you don't really, you know, I don't know. It's, I don't a, go, it's a ghost rape movie scene. Actually. There you go. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm talking about. But other than that, you don't hear about these. Nobody, you know, these go, you know, go, oh, I, you know, I see people walking down the hallway or somebody's, like you said, playing with your shutters. Nobody's, nobody's having, you know, having sex. Well, these there's the, was the Demi Moore, Patrick Swayze, Whoopi Goldberg. Ghost thing. Yeah. yeah. Though I would like to see like the director's cut where instead of, you know, Patrick Swayze being the ghost, just go ahead and have Whoopi Goldberg being the ghost. That's a whole different thing. You know, that's a different movie. Oh yeah. 
that one that one you can get cheap i was having coffee with my wife uh, back this morning and we were talking about last night's visit where uh all of our regular seven people were there for our listeners listening and every household has been hit by something this time you know in that group and i and i was sitting there and i was thinking you know honey this is that's the first real confirmation of how tenuous everything is i i'm cheering us up now i know of how tenuous everything is um and, and it? it's all going to change. Yeah, it is because nothing lasts forever. It's all going to change. And that was a real confirmation for me, like taking for granted our, all our friendships and all that. And wow, you just, you don't know, people may move away, things like that, you know, all kinds of things can happen. And wow, all at once, eh? In that group. But did you, but and, and when you're having your coffee, I mean, but also did, did you get some kind of like, you know what? Yeah, it, all these life-changing things uh, happen at one, one time for all of us. But did you not say, well, well, I guess there's been other life-changing things that have happened and we've, we've weathered through those, right? So yes, I it is. I didn't think that, no. No? You don't think like, you know? I didn't this morning, but, but I see what you're saying, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously we, we have one person in our group who overcame some health issues and look at them, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. you know. That's right, yeah. You know, look at that. That's 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 friggin' huge. Mm-hmm. I, w- I look at it as like, Hey, we're all going to get a, a reboot, you know? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why not? Well, um, and, so and what I'm and, saying is eventually, no, I guess is what I'm saying. We, and that's, eventually we die. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm grasping onto that. And yeah. I could, I, I could, if I had a choice, I don't have to grasp onto that, but Oh, yeah. but the, you know me. <laughs> Oh God. Yeah. But you're going to weather through this. We're all going to do this. And, and yes, yeah. there's going to be some things that are changing and, and, but all the more reason to live in that moment and be creative and find something that's yeah, going to be put, creative, you know. be creative. I think, you know, just for our, our listeners, um, we decided last night that Kelly is going to become yes. a, just a fantastic comic. We haven't really figured out whether it's a, you know, a tour or do you get on the, you know, john stewart show or something like that but kelly's going to be jesus and uh you know just do comedy danny and i are gonna help him you know refine his set and that kind of stuff and um shit yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be the ticket man yeah yeah <laughs> i'll tell you i'll tell you one thing it will be fun it, it it's not something we've done before right you haven't done right. it before so look at it like that i mean oh if, if it doesn't work or you it's not it, it's not successful Oh well, you know. Yeah. No, no, yeah, it's yeah. gonna no, it's gonna be great. I think that yeah, I, I think, think the, I think it'd be the most important part that I'm that I'm struggling with is the outfit. I think it's too on the nose to wear a robe and you know no walk around like that. But then you gotta you gotta wear the right the right thing. I don't know, maybe like a, a white linen suit. With sandals. Yeah, oh yeah, hell yeah, with yeah. sandals. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like the carpenter idea. I think that does, you know. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I do kind of like that a little bit, you know. Maybe it maybe a a, a white jumpsuit, like, you know. Like Tim, like you know Tim the tool man Taylor like Elvis. home improvement. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, white jumps, you know, like, you know, you you know your plumber comes over, right? And he puts on the white or the blue jump coveralls and stuff. Coveralls. Yeah. You get a white one, right? Yeah. And then yeah. and you can have a little thing here it says, you know, uh, Woody's Carpenter Service or whatever you know. Um, no, you, you have you have your your name on there, Jesus. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, that no, kind of stuff. be Jess. Like, like I said, I think it'd be Jess Christie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, and everybody you know, call me JC. Um, and you got your Marlboro Reds right there in the pocket. You know, our um, listeners are probably wondering, why would you do that? And the reason is I look a lot like Jesus Christ right now. That's why. No, not, not a lot. It's a, he's a spitting image for your whitewashed Bible uh, interior photo of, you know, Jesus. Every Sermon time I look at you, I don't understand. <laughs> or, or, or also the guy on those rolling papers. You take your pick. Oh, yeah. The lumberjack. Yeah. No, you no. Know. He's a French sailor. Oh, is the, he the zigzag guy? I got I have. I bought that T-shirt. Did I tell you, I, I, I always thought he was a. He was a. What do you mean he's a French guy. sailor? What do the yeah. French know about smoking weed? I think I don't. Know. Maybe, they, maybe they invented it. Shit, I, I don't know. Who invented weed? Marcel Jesus. Gaston. <laughs> uh, well, so yeah, you could be Jess, Jeff or Jess Christie. You know, um, from you know from. Uh, um, savior uh, woodworking, <laughs> you know. So anyway, see things like that. That's fun. That's going to be fun and creative, and that's going to certainly keep us worrying about whether or not I got a job or whether or not you know, uh, you know, all the doomsday things that we're going to, you know, oh, or, or am I going to have to move away and live in a, you know, uh, a, a nursing facility or a, or a, or a old folks home, which by the way, I was talking to my wife today, right. You know, my mom, my mom lives in a senior facility, right. You know, senior care, right. Or not senior care, but no. senior housing. Residence, right? yeah. yeah. Senior residence. Right. And she's always calling me. Oh, I mean, or texting me and saying, look what I found at the giveaway table. Right. They have a giveaway table, right. They have things on there. Everything they've, they've had everything. They had a computer, like a computer stand, you know, but yeah. she's, she's always fine. They're always leaving like food. Right. So I'm like, Karen, my wife, I'm like, Hey, you know, ah, don't worry about it. Right. You know, um, honey, let, we'll, we'll just go over to the senior mom's senior place. Right. Cause we have a key and we'll just grab whatever free foods on the, on the, on the thing. And that way we don't have to worry about getting, you know, it's, so it's peaches that are a few days old. We'll cut off the bad stuff and do that. But I'm thinking, why don't we just drive around to other senior places that have that? And then, you know, we just say, Oh, I'm here to see my mom, wait for somebody to come out and then go rummage through their giveaway table. Shoot. We might get, you know, one meal a week out of it. So that's going to save us some money, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, might be getting some other cool stuff you want to sell. That's what I'm going to do. Sell yeah. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I got a bunch of stuff to sell. But I want to do a garage sale, but that's you don't make any money on garage sales. No, no, no. You got to, you got to set up an eBay store, and then you just take photos and you just put it on there and just churn it out. There is such a thing. Really? Oh yeah, I can help you with that. I'm a, I love to sell eBay stuff. Except I sold, I sold this lady a phone. Right? I found this. We we're cleaning out stuff. I found an iPhone six, and it, everything looked great. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> on eBay, and this lady's like, uh, I don't want to pay shipping. Can we? meet in person and my initial reaction was fuck you and i should have gone with that but i'm like yeah okay we'll meet whatever and we're gonna meet we met in the parking lot of the north hollywood police station you know and I'm like here's the phone whatever she gave me like i got like 70 bucks for this old iphone 6 and then a couple of days later she sends me this note you know hey it doesn't it doesn't work i you know i spent five hours fooling with it and i took it to the Apple store and the internal antenna is broken. And I'm like, Oh, 
Well, that must be why we weren't using it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm like, fuck you, you know, because there's no there's no returns or anything. But if you piss people off, they'll give you a lower eBay ranking, right? So yeah. I'm like, yeah, fine. So I just gave her all her money back, no screwing around. And I'm like, but hey, lady, I want my phone back. And you know, and she's like, well, I'll, I will be back in the valley, you know, this day or whatever. And I'm like, oh, whatever. But she's like, you know, Apple says there's no value to this because the thing is broken. And I'm like, you know, it's probably a pretty cheap repair, but you know, it was like a totally usable hard drive or something. But, and, and me personally, I don't want her to have her money back and my shitty phone to sell no, right. parts no, that's, on that's eBay, that's you know, right. that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, why do all these companies take their phones back? I mean, you know, you can go down and, and, you know, I mean, there's always these things, whether it's an Android or an Apple, like they, they say, oh, we'll use them. We can repurpose them for some other things, give them to under. So, you know, they can be somewhat modified oh, yeah. or fixed or use sure. them for parts right oh they they totally can't apple just says oh your thing doesn't work you need a new phone have a nice day and it's like you can take it to the mall and some guy can fix it it's not you know they, they'll yeah. do anything but you know what's the what how much effort do you want to put in an iphone 6 at this point right right, right. but um, that's yeah. what i'm still using iphone yeah. 6 but i they, i uh, you don't update it how do you get you don't uh, get updates right there's they, they update enough they, yeah. they still update the six Oh really? It, wow. it just runs. It runs slow because its battery gets tired, and then eventually, you know, it won't. You know, something will go wrong. The home button will stop working, or whatever. And you got to yeah, it. yeah. But uh, well, then you you do get another one, and you're like, this camera is amazing. What was I, what was I using before? Was that even yeah. a camera? But um, yeah, no, I, I sell a a, I sell tons of stuff on eBay, and you know, I buy things. I bought uh, you know, for my daughter, uh, I bought her a vintage cowboy hat. And a Stetson was that uh -huh. was great, and then I got her a um, a pair of '80s shoes, you know, from the '80s. And the, you know, these all these people have stores, and they sell like, you know, all the same kind of thing. You know, they're like a you know a little store somewhere in the Midwest, and they'll just sell you whatever you want. So you do an eBay store, and you just kind of crank these things out. Wow! And, wow! I'm gonna have to look into that. I got a bunch of shit to get rid of. Yeah. Now the the key thing is to have a little, a little setup where you can take a photo, like you can use your phone to take the picture or whatever, but you don't right. want it to be like, you know, on an unmade bed or something like that, you know, do a little, do a little backdrop or something to take a, take a good photo yeah. that, that makes you get more money. So, I mean, I guess you're right. You don't need to make a lot, you know, and they pay the shipping. So even if you make 50 yeah. bucks, you yeah, know. you make 50, mm -hmm. 50 bucks on I mean, but some things like, you know, you were talking about just a, a whole bunch of stuff you yeah. you find that things you didn't suspect are actually worth a lot you know whether yeah. it's a whether it's an old speaker or a piece of furniture or whatever you know do that but i would say if you had something really big you know that you can't ship you got to sell that on craigslist or right marketplace I, mean, I, mean, I, I, I don't know how you sell things on craigslist anymore i've tried a few times and, and i would just get scammers writing me you know yeah, there's there rather are a lot than of those. anybody rather than anybody really interested in the conga drum i want to sell there's like Oh, quick. Yes, I'm interested. I want to send you a code so I can overtake your phone and all this shit. And, and yeah. so how do you do it? Um, I think it's I think it's a good it's a mixture of a of a well-written ad with a with a good price. Yeah. And then it's whenever anybody writes you back and they don't say, hey, man, I saw your conga drum and, 
I live in Westwood and want to come over and check it out. Like, you know, they're not a real person. And so you don't, and you only communicate through Craigslist. I have one guy asking for my real email address rather than the Craigslist proxy. Yeah. And I said, Oh no, (laughs) I didn't say anything. I just, you're a scammer. You don't need that email address. You know? Right. Yeah. No, no, nobody needs anything. They'd be like, Hey, I'd like to come check out this thing. Okay. Well, and I suckered for one of them. Somebody did they like, I'm going to, I want to send you a code. So I get, and I said, no, no. And finally they said, well, I have to, and, this is, and they did it. And then they said, well, what's the code? And it was, they were, what they do is they use your phone number. Cause they want to get Google voice, yeah. a, an American phone number. So I panicked of course, and went on Google and I figured it all out. They said, no, no, don't panic. It's just, you do this, go on there, reclaim your phone number. That's all you have to do. Nobody can do anything with what you gave them. Yeah. Mm. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, if if they're not a real person in your area that does stuff and whatever, I, you know, Facebook Marketplace is is a is sell a bunch of, bunch of stuff on that. Yeah. Why is that more? Uh, more? Mm, uh, I think it's more. I think it's just kind of like people are already on Facebook and they're doing stuff, and there's like, okay. you know, oh yeah, hey, a conga drum. I would like to have that, and you, mm-hmm. you do it. You know, that, I, uh, that yeah, I think I, I think I sold the Cadillac on Facebook Marketplace or something. Oh like yeah. That. Yeah, that Facebook giveaway thing, the the, the, yeah, family, the girls did, did, and it was it was kind of a bit of a pain in the ass because we had a treadmill, an old treadmill. I mean, like two thousand and one, yeah. but it worked really really well, you know. And I'd put a new motor in it a number of years ago. Just give it away. I just don't want to throw it in a landfill. But then the person said, "Okay, you, you know, I, well, I don't have a truck." I'm like, "Okay, well, I don't want to tell you. It, will it fit in the car? No, it will not. You know." They will not fit in the car. All right. Well, I'll, you know, well, hold on to it for me and let me see. I'll get back to you and see if I can find somebody. So sure enough, they've called back and they said, I found somebody. We'll be over, blah, blah. So basically two guys come over in a car. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're, and they weren't the people, they were hired people that they'd gotten from Home Depot or whatever. And, and they're like, and, and, and my wife's like, it's not, I'm telling you, it's not going to fit in that little car. And then and one of the guys goes, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go get a truck. So actually there were three of them. So two of the guys just sat on the front steps while the other guy went to go get a truck to borrow a truck. So I'm so I've got these guys sitting in front of my lawn or for like an hour waiting mm. for some guy to go bring up some beater truck. It wasn't a renter truck. So he must've called a buddy and finally he's like, but it was such a hassle just for me to give it away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So not doing that again. You well, know. you could put it, you can do, um, you can do this thing called a curb alert. So you just put stuff on the curb and you say, Hey, I've got this thing out in front of my house. Ooh, should put a body, just a dead body out there. (laughs) Curb alert body. (laughs) I saw somebody was selling, was selling a mannequin. They bought a mannequin and the daughter that they bought it for was a little kid was scared by it and didn't want it. And so they're trying to sell it. And somebody's like, I will give you a hundred bucks to put it in your, attic and then bring it down three months later and put it in her room again you know <laughs> oh my yeah yeah you don't want to you don't want to have a kid being after, living ha- happy after you tell the kid no it's gone we sold gone. it it's gone don't forever yeah, no it's, worries whatever, and it's just <laughs> middle of the night <laughs> that's why you have kids isn't it <laughs> for a laugh it? not not for long you know uh well i got going today john going fishing Tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going fishing. Today we're, uh, you know, just kind of doing a, a lighthearted packing up the house kind of thing because we're leaving 
mm-hmm. soon to go to Florida. So that'll be, uh, that'll be fun. And, uh, but I, I want to tell you, I looked up the, the zigzag guy, like the origins Ooh, yeah. of zigzag. So in 1855, this French soldier, so he's a, he's a zouave and, um, they, they were fighting some war in the Crimean peninsula and the guy had a pipe and he was you know, smoking some tobacco like French soldiers do. And a stray bullet just shot the pipe out of his hand. Yeah. And so in a moment of inspiration, he reached for the paper that held the tobacco together and pulled a little bit of it off and rolled a cigarette. And that was the beginning of zigzag. And then these brothers, you know, even so if that, that dude wasn't, is a soldier, even if that wasn't true, that's such a great story. <laughs> well, they have they actually they have a really nice website, so I'm sure it's all fabricated. But the art and the you know, zigzag, that, yeah, zigzag. T-shirt, creative. Can yeah, you, bought, you know, I I bought a T-shirt from them because not because I use zigzag papers or advocate smoking marijuana, but because it was a 100% cotton T-shirt with really low shipping and handling. Because I'm <laughs> I. I buy a bunch of stuff, you know, online and sell things like that. And I hate people that just rape you for shipping and handling. You know, I got to, I'm going to sell you a t-shirt. It'll cost $14 to mail it to you. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. So this was, this was good. So I ha- yeah, I have a zigzag t-shirt. I How'd you like it. the shirt? It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's nice and thin. Shows off your nipples nicely. I always like that. Like a <laughs> hint to the ghost. I love the zigzag logo. <laughs> I just I think it's cool. Oh, yeah, it is. well, I mean, you know, it's been around since the 1800s, I guess. Yeah. So there you go. Wow. All right. I got to go buy my mom a, a new computer today. Okay. Yeah, it's fun times. Her Apple Mac Mini took a dump. Oh. It didn't last. It's but it's a 2014, but she bought it in 2017. Right. Yeah. But they could sell it. But they, I don't understand. They when she bought it, they could sell it as new because it hadn't been used. Isn't her iPad enough? No, because she does, you know, she does a lot more on it. You know, she does her banking and all that stuff. And she's, you know, obviously she needs a bigger screen and and, and the oh, bigger yeah. keyboard and all that stuff. So, and she's, you know, she likes it. She plays her games on there and she listens to her Christian programs and, you know, what have you. So, so where are you cool. going to get her? Where are you going to go? Uh, we're going to order it uh, through the, the Mac store because it's the same price, you know, and I don't want to give Best Buy my money and Melrose Mac guys were not really very nice to her, you know, so I'm oh. like, okay, which was a shame because I've had good experience with them and I think she, they were just tired of dealing with an older lady. So, yeah, yeah. and I don't want to buy it through Amazon. So we're just looking at the basic Mac mini. It's about 700 bucks, you know. Okay. I can get you one for 589. <laughs> Where? refurbished mac mini apple m1 chip with eight core cpu and eight core gpu 589 regularly 699 save 110 dollars. this is on um apple.com the refurbished i buy all my stuff refurbished your mom doesn't need a brand new i hate to tell you this you don't know my mom i agree i would do the same thing i've had great things that were refurbished she won't do it no no it she will never know it's refurbished. I hope she doesn't listen to this page. So it comes to you. You order it. It comes like in a day. You're, you're right. buying it from apple.com. You're not buying it from. Can you buy you know, Apple Care? Yeah, you can buy Apple Care. It comes boxed. It's in an Apple package. There is nothing that looks refurbished. I, I just got a new, I just got a new Mac because my, my old one died. So I bought a, a MacBook Air with an M1 chip. And, um, 
Yeah, no, they haven't. They have uh yeah, five eighty nine and there's no one for seven fifty nine. So yeah. go to apple.com and scroll down to the bottom and look at refurbished. And don't and, and don't tell and don't tell her it's refurbished. Yeah, just say I ordered you one, mama. It'll be here in a couple of days. And then you yeah, take I'd it say over you there. Can, I'd say you could trust the refurbishing. Oh yeah. No, I mean, they, they, they treat it just like it's, you can do Apple care. It's got 90 day, whatever. There's no, there's no difference. They, they do the refurbishing, you know, the the children in Mongolia, you know, (laughs) tiny (laughs) screwdrivers and stuff. That's my tip for everybody. You want to buy a product, buy a refurbished. Yeah. Seven finger little Cindy made it for you. Yeah. Well, if you want a real deal, like Kelly, (laughs) Kelly, we were talking about his, his laptop took a dump. Um, if you want a PC, go to overstock.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. You can, <laughs> you can get, you know, a few year old powerhouse for like 200 bucks. That's yeah. brand new. No, I mean, it's, refurbished. It's, it's been refurbished. Yeah. But who refurbished it? Overstock? Uh, no, somebody else. I don't know. Some professional, mm. professional refurbisher, but I mean, shit, okay. I've, I've bought those I'm, before. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm hoping that there's some, uh, there's some stuff at the old, work that uh that's been laying around nobody wants that that i might look at and see what they can and you know for nothing sure. and, and then yeah. and take it to somebody and say hey you know somebody had a problem with this crack screen or or something i tell you if you if you get a, a mac product there's a there's a place in town that i like that is not melrose mac and all that kind of stuff they do they do really good work is it the one oh, over cool. there is there one over on the the was it olive yeah 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 i like that place yeah i've been there they they actually fixed my um they uh, fixed my Samsung uh, Galaxy um, tablet. Phone? No oh, tablet. Really? Yeah, they did a good job. Cool. Yeah, you can you can fix a lot of that crap mm-hmm. until it gets. I have a I have a MacBook that I got from my brother, and it's so old that you can't up like it doesn't have enough juice to update the operating system to be able to get to the App Store. And it's like the browser is like Netscape, but you know, it works, it works fine. You do, you can do yeah. processing and you can go on the internet. You just can't really see a lot of the images. <laughs> Everything's yeah. like text. It doesn't like some of those MacBook uh, stuff. And, and like uh, my mom's here, this old Mac that she has this I gorgeous iMac, you know, mm-hmm. um, doesn't it, don't they stop updating that stuff? So if you had something from 2011, you know, even if you got the processor to work or the motherboard, can you still use it? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, they, they, it works. You get, you get to a point where it doesn't work, but I mean, it's, it's a long time. Like I have yeah. a, my 2011, uh, MacBook pro still works. It's just, it's fan is kind of shitty. And so it gets really hot. Well, I've got an old one too, but the problem is security. I mean, they, if they stop updating, they're, they're, then they're not watching the security. Oh, I didn't even Inter- think about internet. If you, you know, if you care about that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I do. Well, then, then Kelly, you just don't, you know, you don't put anything on there that if somebody were to get, you know, or don't go on the internet. Just can yeah. do that. Too. Yeah, you go, you go on the internet. Just don't put your nudes on there. Yeah, keep your nudes, nudes on something else. Yeah, yeah. All right. Speaking yeah. of nudes, I think we're, uh, I think we're speaking of nudes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why is your ghost showing up, John? (laughs) Have a good week, everybody. All right. All right. Back at it. All right. Broadcasting from the media epicenter of the world. Tell me a tale.